0: You are listening to the official Acts Two podcast. For more information and resources, please visit our website at www.acts2orlando.com. Sound exciting! All right, everybody, I want you to come to your feet, yeah. and I want you to celebrate and get excited about what God's going to do through our friend, Mr. Paul Coomer. Come on, Paul! Yeah. Yes,
1: you you guys Come on, we are so privileged to be with you guys you may be seeing it we're so privileged to be with you guys so good last night we've had a couple of days of just pouring into the half and into OSSM this is my wife Susan uh, she's lovely we've been married 20 years plus plus. These are four of our students from our, our school, um, and uh, they have been on fire all weekend and just been blessing everyone with their words, with their love, with their painting. Do you see her beautiful artwork? She's going to give that away. She's going to give that away. This is Martha, Sam, Anita, Zoe, and the first two right here are my interns, and uh, I just love these guys. I'm very, very proud of them. And um, we just want to we want to start with um, some prophetic words, individual prophetic words for you guys um, before I uh, get to preach a little bit of the of the word. So, Martha, why don't you go first if you don't mind, since you're good at starting things up. Jesus is always speaking. He's always speaking. He always loves to give us encouragement, whether you read the word, whether you're walking through the woods or whether you're you're going to be pegged right now with a good, encouraging word um, that he just loves. Us. He's talking. We pull it out of the air and we say, this is what he says about you, because his, his thoughts like for you are like the sand of the sea. And he just says, I love you. I love you. Love you. Will you marry me?
2: Um, I have a word for you. If you want to stand up, yeah, you. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Yeah. Leslie. All right. Um, the Lord gave me a picture of a mint leaf. Um, and I felt like two things. He was saying about that. The first thing I thought was like peppermint and Christmas. And I just feel like there's this excitement that's going to be following you this year that it's going to be like Christmas, like the buildup of Christmas. But it's always going to be just a continuous excitement with the Lord of what he's doing in your life. So I feel like he's just saying, be excited. And then the other side of that, I felt like just like kind of m- mint leaves are an herb. And I feel like the Lord is saying that they're springing up new life, but it's going to be Things in your life that you can use, so it's going to be practical things in your life that's that are going to be springing up, and they're going to be useful to you. They're not just going to be some like concept or idea, but it's going to be like you can apply them specifically to whatever. So, bless you.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, who does have? Who who has like little knee pain uh, on your right knee here? You? Mm-hmm. many oh, hey, Stand up. I think it's for you. <laughs> um, first of all, I just release healing over you and yeah. uh, your knees, and both knees will be g- g- get healed. And uh, um, f- f- for you, uh, uh, this is what I get, get from the Lord, is you have been asking God to show me, teach me, guide me, to, to really, like, pushing in like, God, I need more of your guidance and stuff. And he is going to show you in a mighty way, and he's going to visit you in your home, and he's going to, uh, like, uh well, he is ever He's always with you, but he's gonna go show you and come to you in a special presence that that is going to open something up in, in your life. And God, because God has been looking for you because you carry that fragrance of heaven, and He's He's in heaven. He's smelling and He finds you on the earth, and He's looking for those people like you and to rel- release His glory on you and the shining th- like. You are going to sh- uh, um, be under his shadow of his winds, and you will be fully protected. And yeah, here you go.
3: Um, I want you both to stand up. Um, uh, tod- tod- yeah, you both. It's actually for you, but I know you're married, and I want you to grab a hold of it together. And um, you both. Um, yes, are you married? Are you? Are you like related or okay I want you both to stand up too is that okay thank you um, okay um yeah I just heard like from your mother's side I just see um like God is going back like I just see like healing from your mother's side like a generation healing and I also see how you're gonna um, break off generational curses curses in um in the family and um I don't know um but if you have experience in that, but I just see how God is like um, opening your eyes, your spiritual eyes for the spiritual reality and you're going to have encounters um, in from the angelic and I also see like an, um, how you're going into the demonic deliverances and I also see um, your son, um, she's pregnant and um, and I see how like not only you're going to be a, um, a mother of your own children, but I see you carry such a huge motherhood for and I see orphans, actually, not only like orphans who didn't raise weren't raised um with parents, but I see like uh, who have often mindset, who have the mi- victim mindset, I just see how you bring deliverance to them and how like um they just get into motherhood, like they how they get into under your wings and um just restoration you have this like you just have this powerful restoration, like your words are like healing, your words are honey. And just l- when you look into the people, it's like love coming out. It's like that, oh, that it's like fears. It's amazing. And, um, and you both are like that. You're both going to break chains. You're going to bring hope to the people who have unhealthy marriage. And you're going to bring hope to children who, haven't, who don't know what a good mom or good dad looks like. And I want to bless you with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Over you, I just saw. Um, actually, what I saw over her motherhood, I just saw fatherhood over you, and I saw how God is like um, ha- s- surrounded you with brothers, and you're gonna bring healing to them, like really, like um, manhood and emotional healing. I just see the how God is like cheering your heart. Out. He's like, you can be who you are. In front of me, you don't have to hide. I like, I don't care. Like, I just want all of you. And I see how God is like unlocking your personality, like and un- unlocking you, taking you out of the shadow, taking you out of hiddenness. And I just see like, um, you are not weak. Because you show emotions. I just see like there's a new understanding of what it is to be a giant. And the reason why David was successful is because he was true. He was naked in front of God. And I just see like a nakedness in front of God like David. A new wave of intimacy where you're not going to care about how you're going to worship God. And I saw over you worthiness. Just worthiness. Worthiness. You are worthy. 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 And you can't do anything about it. God broke it off. All the lies that are in your head, I just see how God is like cutting them off with a scissor. There's what what everyone said over you, they're broken off. It's not the truth about who you are. And I just see how God is like taking you, like. Just listen to my voice. And I just see how God is like amplifying his voice in your ear. Like how, how you're going to just listen to his voice. And I just see how God is like also bringing people into your life who are going to speak truth over you and who are going to run with you. So I just bless you with that. You are worthy. <laughs> <sighs>
4: Wondering, is there a George in the room? Your name is George. All right, would you like to stand? Okay, so I painted a picture in worship. Can you hold this for me? And it's of a tree in the middle of a forest. And I feel like it resembles you. And there's a lot of red on the tree. And that's the blood of Jesus. So as you're covered by the blood of Jesus, there's lightning falling down on you and as he falls his presence falls down on you it's being released through you into your city your environment yeah so I just want to thank you actually for all that you do I feel like you actually um are very strategic in this city in this area um I I feel like you're involved with something um city planning or something or anyways but yeah thank you for all that you do for this city yeah and this painting is yours
2: Pastor, pastor. I I think I have a word for the house. Um, So one of Paul's students who's back in Reading, he uh, put on our Facebook page that he just saw like this picture of seeds being planted in the ground of Florida and seeds that have been dried up and dead for a long time. And um, he just was kind of speaking into it and declaring that like, this weekend, there's things that are springing back to life. And I feel like this house is the prophetic waters. You're speaking the prophetic waters over those seeds again. And, and the Lord has not forgotten about those seeds. He's saying, I'm not, I haven't forgotten. And that you guys are actually going to be able to speak to life those seeds again. And um, I even, I even feel like there's a prophetic mantle on this house. Yep. So... I declare it, but yeah, I just bless this place that it is a place of God's promises and that you can pull them out of the ground again and that they're not dead in the name of
5: Jesus. (laughs) Um, We'll just keep the camera on you for a moment. (laughs) um, I want to honor you for... um, what you have done I had a picture um, during worship of ivory and ivory is something that is precious um, but it also comes as sacrifice like there are jewels that are precious and there are things um, you know wood and whatever but ivory is cherished because um, it comes with sacrifice Mm -hmm. Um, and the Lord has just there's a purity in in ivory and that you guys he sees you as ivory and strength um that has come through sacrifice and he just says it's worth it and i feel like the lord is honoring you for what you have done and for your sacrifice um and also just I d- it was a funny thing um th- i love that there was a theme of of the Uh, proposal, and and just the bridal, and the love of God, and, and when I saw Jocelyn this morning, I was like, you look positively bridal today, (laughs) like, (laughs) that's totally what I saw, and then in worship, I was reminded of that, too, that, um, actually, that, that's not a flippant statement, you are positively bridal, and you, um, you're in your person, and who you are, but you know, and you understand the church as the bride of Christ, and that's what you reproduce And and a bride by nature has a husband and and a bride is covered by her husband well and a bride is fully who she is because her husband covers her well and she offers everything that she has. Her husband is who he is because of who she offers. You guys are there's a um, there's a synergy, there's a oneness. And I feel like the Lord is just upping that um, because he's so he loves you so much he also really wants his church to get it. He really wants his church to see him for who he is. And so he is um he he's um he's calling you guys to a higher level, but he's doing it. And you're like salt and pepper. You're totally opposite. <laughs> but salt and pepper always travel together. You when you sit at a table, you're going to see both of them. And so I just bless the seasoning that you bring <laughs> to, to the body. And just and I thank you for doing what it takes to model so that the church that everywhere, not just your body, not just your family, um, is covered well, but that you, for the Orlando area and all the places that are in your heart, uh, that they will receive that, just the strength of a mom, a dad, but a husband and a wife <laughs> together.
1: I will say something about them also and about this church in a moment. I just want to say this, that I think there was, I- if you didn't f- feel it uh, when, when uh, An- Andy was, um, was talking about the proposal and that, that we get to wear the white, I need you to realize that there were a whole bunch of white, I guess this would be for the girls, but guys take it too, but uh, white wedding dresses coming down on each of us to tell us that you are pure. Because of Jesus, we're 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 sinless, we're pure, we're perfect, and He just says, "I love you, and nothing you've done or nothing you could do could ever separate me, uh, separate you from my love." But you 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 got white wedding dresses on, and He just says, "I gave it to you, and now whatever I, whatever you can do to respond back to me, that's all I want." But I just want you to know that there's there's white wedding dresses, purity all over you, and just let that be a let it be a washing over. To realize how important and loved and valuable you are to the King, we are privileged to to be here to have been here, and we're privileged to uh, to come underneath um, these two pastors right here, uh, Jocelyn and Andrew. Um, and also the rest of the staff. Um, I just want to say this place is the bona fide, is a bona fide place. If you don't have a home church, I urge you to, to come and see that this is real. I talked to one of you who just visited last night, and you said, this is the real place. This is, this is, this is it. And I'm saying just if you're looking for a place to be, um, what you see is what you get. There isn't there's, there's integrity in this place. There's integrity in these right here. There's integrity in the rest of the staff. We've met with every single one of them individually just to, just to encourage them and And they 're hungry and they 're humble, and that 's where the God descends when people are hungry, when people are humble and they 're teachable and they're, they' they want to learn they just want whatever God wants for for this church and for this orlando and and for for Altamont Springs. so I urge you to to honor them I honor you like my wife did, and I say, uh, "May more honor come to this place because all you want is jesus and and you 're set up for that god's just going god 's just going to actually." show up more and more, more and more people are going to come because Jesus hide, to give away what is given away in this place. And he wants more and more people to receive that. I just want to add a little hug to the fire that is already burning in this place. I want to add a, a hug to the fire of honor, the fire of love, the fire of unity, the fire of passion that everyone in this place has. We met, we met with all the leaders of, of, of Acts 2, and, and you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. I just want to add a hug to the fire by talking about honor and love one more time. At home at Bethel, I am known as a lover. I sometimes carry the, the title General of Love in the school setting. Just because I have a lot of love to give away, I'm the oldest pastor in the school there. Then I carry the father, carry the father stuff for people. And all I do, I just love going up to students. I got 65 students. Just hug them. I'll just hug them into, wh- in, into wholeness. My my prayer for myself is that my hugs or my presence would heal every violation of love that anybody's ever experienced. If if handkerchiefs can heal people and if shadows can run over people to heal people, how about hugs? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that because that's what I, I ask God for, and that's what I comes easily. Why don't, why do why it comes easily to me? Because my mom used to write notes, and every single time she made our, she made our lunch, put them in the, the metal lunchbox of 40, 50 years ago, and, and she'd write a note on a napkin with, with red felt tip marker. And it would be a verse or would just be, if she's rushing, we're rushing on the door. She'd say, I love you, son, or, or the Lord is your strength, son, or, or have a great day, son. Whatever it is, she died about a year and a half ago. My sister saved, one of my sisters saved all the notes on the napkins that she ever gave. But I would open that up in the lunchroom and sometimes I'd hide it because I was embarrassed. But I would always read it. And if I didn't use the other napkin, I get red marker on my face when I use it to wipe my face off from eating mayonnaise, peanut mayonnaise, whatever, bologna sandwiches. She also came to my track meets and she'd park on the far side of the track as I ran the one or two mile. And she would run along with me on the far side. I'm glad I was on the far side, not by the stands. And she'd run, Paul, you can do it. You can make it. I'm dying. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like, go, Paul, go, go, go. So I come by, I come by a love and I come by a nurturing that's, that makes it very easy for me to be a general of love. I just, I don't have to work at it. It just, it just comes out, but there's always more. There's always more in the kingdom, everything. There's always more because God has an unending supply of anything and anything you want to be or anything you, you, you want. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says, and, and I will show you, after all the gifts he described that are very active in this church and need to be active all over the world, he said, 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1, but I will show you a more excellent way. Because if we don't have love in the midst of all the power, we are nothing. I will show you a more excellent way to love, to honor his kingdom. God wants to renew in every single one of it, including myself, because I'm still on this journey to renew in us the breath of grace. Honorable people are people who breathe grace. I'll tell you what I mean in a second. I want you to breathe in. I want you to breathe out. Do it again. Breathe in and breathe out. Honorable people, honorable people are people who breathe grace. And we know what grace is because Jesus' mercy came and and forgave us all of our sins and took away the junk and, and made us holy and perfect. But he didn't just take the sin out and make us even. He empowers us to be above the line. And to give it away. Grace is both a forgiveness and a cleansing. And an empowering to do the exploits that he calls us to do. Honorable people. Honorable people are people who breathe both forgiveness to people. And they empower them. Not just saying you're wonderful. But you build them up so that they can Do those wonderful things that God's ordained them to do. About a year ago, I I ran into this verse. Don't you just love running into verses in the Bible and and they smack you upside the head and you either say, "What does that mean?" or "Ouch!" One or the other. Philippians chapter one, verse nine. It says, "And I pray that you I'll, I'll read it. I pray, and this is my prayer." that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. The general of love read it, and and it says, I pray that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. I looked up those words in the Greek, and what does it mean to grow in knowledge? What does it mean to grow? I don't know, God, but I just want more. I want to grow in my love, in knowledge, and in insight. And I didn't know if God showed me or not until I, until I realized he teaches me by, by giving me things that cause me to say, oh, you need to show love to this person. I'll give you knowledge and depth of insight when I give you a, a test. So our, our adopted son, our latest adopted son, you and Chen Gideon, we got him 11 months ago. And God brought him into our family. We brought him into our family. And I realize, ah, oh, I'm a lover, but I've got lots of deficits in my love that still needs to be filled up. Paul, you're really good at loving people when they love you back? You're really good at loving people when you can hug them and they hug you back? But what about when you love them and they don't do anything? Our son is is h- has hardly any hearing. He doesn't have any outside. His, his ears are missing on the outside mostly. He came from a from an orphanage. He is he's non communicative. He's non-emotional. He was beaten. And he's he doesn't he doesn't respond. I go up to him and I, I hug him and he hardly looks at me. I had to learn, God, how do I love somebody who doesn't even know how to love me back? How do I how do I how do I show him my love when it's not rejected? He's just like sits there. God heard my prayer and then he gave me one more verse. I'm learning how to breathe grace. Both both a both a love that forgives, a love that that gives mercy, and a love that empowers. He gave me one more verse more recently. I'll ask you to look it up, Romans chapter fifteen. It's a verse that wrecked me. It challenged me. It it calls me up to a higher level. It invites me to to do something that maybe I have a hard time doing. It's the more excellent way, but it's the way that God is stretching me to breathe grace into everyone. I mean, not just our our new son, but to my wife and to our our physical neighbors and to people at Planet Fitness, whatever it is. Look at Romans chapter 15, beginning at verse number 1 says this, we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please his neighbor for his good to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of scriptures, we might have hope context of of these verses are obviously the uh the teaching by saint paul on eating meat sacrificed to idols uh, a thing that caused problems in the church because some people thought it was okay to eat that meat others didn't it wasn't a matter of salvation it wasn't a right or wrong it was a matter of people's comfort level And so he's talking about here is it's out. It's 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 uh, it's things that that are not right or wrong, but maybe you just don't like the things that they do or or they do it differently than you. And he says to us, those who are strong ought to bear with those who are weak. And here's the verse number two. I want you to repeat these words after me. Each of us should please his neighbor for his good. To build him up. Say it again. Each of us should please his neighbor for his good to build him up. And it it brings up Jesus, of course. And Jesus took the insults that people had about God and they fell on him because they killed him. And he says, I took those insults even though I loved every single one of them. To the death of me, I get to please my neighbor so that they feel the good so that they might be built up. And I couldn't escape the fact that I needed an upgrade in my life and in my love and in my encouragement of others. I looked up those words to figure out what they, what they mean because that's just fun to do. And to please your neighbor means to accommodate yourself to their opinions, their desires, and their interests. To accommodate yourself to their opinions, desires, interest, to please your neighbor for their good. The word good means excellent, upright, honorable, so that they can be honored. And the word for to build up is a building word. It means to, to act, the act of one who promotes another's growth in Christian wisdom, piety, happiness, holiness, to augment wisdom or to increase growth. So we get to be people, ones who have already been loved by the king, we get to be people that, that, that serve our neighbor and think of their interests before our own in order that they might be honored so that they might grow. To me, that's a, that's a, that's a challenge. I don't mind pleasing my wife because I, I, that's what I committed to do when I married her. I don't mind trying to please God in every way that I, that I know of. I don't mind pleasing people that I work with. But he's calling me to please my snotty neighbor. He's calling me to please my kids. Aren't they supposed to please me? I'm going to be very vulnerable in this, in this message here. Uh, 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 I'm supposed to please the people I work work out with at Planet's Fitness. They're not mad. They're not mean. But am I thinking of their growth? Or am I thinking of their excellence and their honor? Or am I just thinking of myself? I didn't think I was a selfish person. I don't think I am a selfish person. But I've got an upgrade coming to breathe grace. For their good, to build them up. About that time our daughter Hosanna, who's 17, 18 this Saturday, sat me down and said, Dad, I gotta talk to you. You love you love everybody so well at school. Sometimes I feel like you don't hug me or love me enough. Oh God, I just read this verse and I'm I'm really trying. Upgrade me, please. I found myself in an encounter with God saying some of these things I wrote them down God in my flesh I don't want to do this I want my I'll, do, I'll please my wife I'll please you I'll please my fellow workers but do I really have to do that for my neighbor or for my kids or I'm going to need a lot of a lot of laughing at the lies that keep coming at me that says I can't do this God God This is a full-time job to please your neighbor and building them up. I felt like the tax collector in the story in the New Testament where all he could do is say, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Or like Isaiah that said, woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips. So I thought I'd just keep my mouth shut more. and Maybe that would make people feel loved more. But there's more than just keeping your mouth shut. Guys, guys, if you clam up, women, if that's you. There's a lot more than just keeping your mouth shut, not saying mean things. it's, It's building them up and saying the things they need to hear in the moment. Because we're building a building and all the people, our na- your neighbors, everybody. Your neighbor's not just your spouse or just your kids or just the person next door to you on the street. Your neighbor's anybody that we have the privilege of rubbing shoulders with. But it's more than just, just being unreactive, it's a, it's a matter of being proactive. Because it's all about them, it's all about building them up. Let us who are strong bear with the failings or the, the, weakness, the weakness of other people. That's why the prophetic, that's why the Holy Spirit so is needed in this world because with the prophetic and out of my spirit, man, I can see the gold even if my flesh grates against it I and mean, because I'm still working on this. I used to think the spirit man, my spirit man, my spirit man's huge. My spirit man's a Norse god, a Norse god with huge armor and leather and, and, and weapons and everything else. I used to need to know that I was that person in the spirit when I walked into a room to preach because I was feeling less than. And I thought that's what I needed for, to preach and to lead. God said, you need to use your spirit man to love. You need use the bigness of me inside of you. To look at the good of other people and build them up so that they might walk away from your presence feeling like they have like they are a million bucks, Saint Paul is my hero because I don't know about you, but sometimes I think of him as maybe a hard a hard kind of hard guy he left he's left john luke in in uh, in some place in the city because he wouldn't he wasn't good enough for him and and paul uses hard hard language, but he wrote these words. Also, and you don't write the scripture and have it be scripture unless you're actually living these things out. Also, for though I am free from all men, I have made my I made myself a slave to all, so that I may win, win more. The weak to the weak I have become weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I may by all means save some. Elsewhere in 1 Corinthians, he said, Let no one seek his own good but that of his neighbor. Another verse, just as, just as I also please them in every men in every way, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, so that they may be saved. In 1 Corinthians 13, Do, love does not act unbecomingly, it does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take the account of a wrong done does not seek its own. This is kingdom. This is supernatural, or, or we need supernatural help to do it. Each of us gets to please his neighbor for his, her good, for their building up. I read some books this summer that highlighted the life of William Branham, a wonderful, wonderful revivalist. He used to go to meetings, and he 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 touched the hand of somebody, and his hand would swell or get dots on certain dot patterns on his hand, and he would know what sickness they have, and he would God would use him to heal them. He'd get visions of what they went through in their life, and he would speak it accurately, accurately, so that he could speak life into their their being and this was, this was in the 40s 30s 40s 50s 60s i read him because i said god i want to be more like that i want to i want to do the john five nineteen thing that says i can only do what i see my father doing that was one of his favorite verses and that's what he was doing i'm doing what the father's doing right now as i touched them and that's coming for me. And that's coming for you, and it's coming for a whole lot of people because God needs a whole lot of William Branham's walking around in this 1000000000 soul harvest so that more people can be healed and more people can see the glory of God. But God told me, you can also do what the Father's doing one-on-one with people by just loving them, by building them up. By, by making them feel honored, by, by, by increasing their growth, by seeing their gold. So I want to be both. I want to I do the, the miracles, but I want to give away even more and more and more love. Honorable people are people who breathe grace in and out and in and out. The result, the result is a family the result is a church. The result is a community. The result is, is any gathering you're with, that people are, have better identities. And when they know that they're loved and they have better identities and they get to do it themselves and they reach out to somebody else, they, the result of, of people who say, I want to please my neighbor for their good, to build them up, is an explosion of love. There's a unity in the body and there's a joy that cannot be contained. I really believe that's what Philip took down to Samaria in Acts seven, eight, nine. It says the city was full of joy. Yes, he did miracles, but I believe he did Romans fifteen, verse two, also. Anyone with me? Anyone? Anyone feel like I did? That Lord have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord, woe is me, for I am a man of of unclean lips. The good news is Jesus is breathing grace on us right now because that's all he can do is breathe grace. Would you talk to him? Would you talk to him right now and say, God, do I need need help in this area? For who and for what? What would would loving and doing good and raising up look like for me? Ask, Ask him. one person that you know God's picking your heart to live this verse and to breathe grace upon that might be difficult for you. Ask him to forgive you where you haven't. And ask him to give you grace, the empowerment to begin today. Good news is Jesus breathes grace upon you, and he says, "I forgive you. I make you clean once again. I don't hold it against you. You are perfect, 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 perfect in my eyes. He also breathes, he says, "Thank you for accepting my invitation. I'm going to empower you to find the good and to build up and to please your neighbor." Courtney read it earlier. I was going to use it also, so I'm going to use it. Psalm 32, verse 8 says, I will instruct you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye upon you so that we can live out Romans 15, verse 2 as ones who just love him so much. And we want to make sure that that love that he's given us flows freely to other people. Acts 2. X2 church, you're beautiful. X2 church, you're you're powerful. X2 church, you are set up for success in the kingdom. X two, you breathe grace so well.
0: In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Acts 2 podcast. Love God, love people, and live life.